It'll be abrupt. Aha! Ah, there we go. Much better. All Thank right. Well, I feel great about this. I know. There's still tech to figure this out, and I got to get my camera. No, no, no. I, I really do feel great about this. I wasn't being facetious. You look great, Kevin. Kevin, you're still a badge. Listen, I know, but we had a booze delivery during all of this. True story. We've been out of alcohol for about three or four weeks. Oh, oh you're handling this fantastically. This literally was delivered while that was going on. And uh, my wife made me a drink, so thank you, Julie. <laughs> oh, thank you, Julie. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Julie. This is going to uh, go terribly now. birthday. That's why it was delivered. So oh. Whose birthday? Julie's. Hey, really? Happy birthday, Julie. Hey. Oh. Come on, come on. Let's not rush it. Let's not rush it. Wait a second. Are you? Do you have a whiskey and a Mike's hired lemonade and like? This was all I had left in the house, and I opened it and was like, "Well, this is what I'll do." And literally, as the pre-show started, we got a text from a friend saying, "Check your porch," and we had this Ooh. big delivery. Yeah, Daryl, go check your porch just in case. <laughs> and now we move on to this. Hey, uh, we just lost Daryl for five minutes. How's everyone doing? <laughs> Good. Yeah, it's Carlotta's birthday, too. Happy birthday to Carlotta. Oh, nice. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, I'm chilling. About to start the weekend. You know, completely no, different than Magic Devil Day. Nobody's doing as well as Kevin is right now. I, do, I don't even want to do this show anymore. I am ready. <laughs> I, like, can you guys do it without me is my question. <laughs> you want the truth? <laughs> Technologically, if I hit a button, this whole thing ends. So there's the truth. truth. That's what I was gonna say. The truth is, no, no. Yeah, he. he, he how do you know he was gonna make fun of you, Kev? He's. I didn't. He's a kinder, gentler Ian. I just asked. All right, like I know things are tense, but we're all good people here. Well, we have a long weekend ahead of us. Yes, holiday weekend. Yeah, that's oh yeah, that's right. We were just saying, like, I thought Memorial Day was later because my anniversary is next week and we got married on Memorial Day weekend. But it moves. Yeah. Is this the earliest it can be? That's the a great question. Feels like it's still March to me, so I don't really know. It's not the last weekend in May, I don't think. Because, yeah, our anniversary is the 27th. How is it determined when... 29th, something like that when Memorial Day is. I thought Jesse would know. It's the fourth Thursday after the second Wednesday, mm. unless it's a leap year. Marissa said, yes, it is the earliest this year, I think. Guys, this sounds like it's Jesse's Science Corner. Science <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it might say Ian. Is that playing right now? It was, yeah, I took it off. Oh, well, it's only a little bit of science, so yeah. The work. fourth Monday after the second Thursday. Well, the sun has to be towards the North Pole. Yeah. Oh, just crosses the equator. I never get that. Like, you know, I mean, whatever. I get like Thanksgiving's like the third Thursday, no matter what day that that, that happens to fall on. I get that, but to say it's a Sunday based on where the moon is in April. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. So just I mean, you're gonna make me forget to memorialize. Just because this is a legit one, like this is one of those legit ones. Like it would be nice to commemorate. This is the day. Yeah. But I get, I get making without, sure it's on a Monday. Fighting 
Like it would be so wonderful if there was no fighting going on and we could just have a Memorial Day for those who have fought um, on all sides, everywhere, all around the sure. world. What a gnarly, mm -hmm. unbelievable sacrifice. Everybody's doing what they believe and it's gonna really quickly get political. So um. welcome to our comedy podcast. Yes. <laughs> I, I love watching it start to build. I, you know, it's funny. I wish we recorded our pre-show too, because we had some serious conversations and yeah. it's hard to get into a comedy with a lot of, a lot of deep stuff. It helps Every conversation. Lose shipment. That's also true. Every conversation I've had with friends typically turns into something dark. And then we go, come on now, stop it. Yeah. And then we, say one thing funny and then it goes right back to the same topic yeah. but you know so cool the dark the dark side is strong these days mm -hmm. only uh only palpatine's uh niece is back granddaughter granddaughter yeah granddaughter. only palpatine's granddaughter spoiler alert Hey, this is Steve with the Punch Out Podcast. With me on this episode are Kevin Reagan. Hey, Steve. Ian O'Shea. Hey, Steve. Daryl Charles. Hello. And our first storyteller tonight is Jesse Preisendorfer. Jesse. Hey, Steve. Thanks for having me. Uh, tonight, I'm going to tell you guys the story of how I asked Keith Miller to the senior prom. Ooh. Hey, Keith Miller? That doesn't sound like a girl's name. It's not a girl's name. <laughs> He was my uh, section leader in uh, in band, and uh, he was a friend of mine. So emphasis and on your the boss. Section. Technically, he was my boss. Yeah, technically, he was my my band boss. Okay. So my junior year in high school was pretty rough. I uh, I fought with my parents all the time. I fought with my sister all the time. Um, uh, I had really inappropriate crushes on people, and I wrote. So junior year in high school. Ju my junior year in high school yeah. was a rough rough year for me. I think I figured out what gay was and I knew I didn't want to be it. And then I oh. spent the next year just panicking about it, my junior year. I figured it out in 10th grade and 11th grade. There was, there was an internal battle going on. Yeah, it was yeah. me hating myself really hard. Uh -huh. uh, that, I wrote a couple- Is that what you meant then by like inappropriate crush? Inappropriate crush was uh, not inappropriate, but like on people that I stood no chance of having, okay. like not real people. Uh, this is when the Kate Jackson thing started, which, to be oh, yeah. fair, really helped me out a lot. Um, identify who I was, the Kate Jackson thing, but at the same time, she's not real. Like, she's not a real person, so. But inappropriate crushes help us keep ourselves um, feeling like shit, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, living, li I lived for Wednesday nights when that show would go on which right. makes no sense because I, I was a teenager. It was the, supposedly a great time of my life, you know? I went to see a play at the local college. Uh, it's a musical called Three Penny Opera. Mm -hmm. And I fell in love with the guy who played the lead. I fell in love. I developed a crush on the guy who played the lead, which he it's was- falling in love, love when you're a teenager. Yeah. Uh, yep. Everything is falling. Was he a high school- Everything's falling, yeah. High school age or like older? No, he was older. All of my crushes. I, I fell in love with the nerds, the, the candy. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to yeah. say I was a nerd. Uh, what? So stuff like that. Uh, 
So my folks, my mom actually found a couple pretty dark diary entries that I'd written. So she, uh, she and my dad started sending me to a uh, psychologist. So once a week I would, and that's a story for all, the next story I'll tell is about this psychologist, but. Um, Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. It's Ar Carol, you're bumped. Jesse's going to. Sorry. <laughs> I completely understand. Wow. Yeah, I, I am in. I want to binge these stories. <laughs> So, the lighthearted tale of a teenager in psychiatrist's office. Yeah, yeah. I just watched 13, round. I just I just I just finished watching Thirteen Reasons. I'm in. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> the fourteenth. Oh my God! I had oh so many reasons back then. Uh, so, uh, no, that's I haven't seen it because I can't watch it. So I don't know if that joke was inappropriate. Or hey, guys, don't make light of it. I'm, I apologize. No. Please, uh, looking back, reading these diary entries to do these podcasts have been heartbreaking and hysterical at the same exact time. I can imagine as a parent seeing that, but as a kid, like, what a beautiful outlet you gave yourself. And that's exactly what it was. Your parents came up on it, not know, like just coming from a parent's perspective, you were venting and getting this out and the venom was getting out in your diary. You were amazing at keeping meticulous notes and, and diary entries and it, it is what kept you sane i imagine but as your parents found it they must have been like shocked of course was your mom looking for it jesse did she yeah. go looking for it yeah she had she had been through my stuff a couple times i think i worried them a lot because i was a loner and i didn't have any friends well redundant but i didn't have any friends and i didn't ever go anywhere or do anything with people and I didn't really hide it that well. It was between my mattress and my box spring. So it was like yeah. anybody who was making the oh, bed, yeah. which she made the bed. So she was going to find it. And she only had to watch like one sitcom and she knew. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they sent me to the shrink and, and I'll tell that story another time. But uh, it was actually uh, during my senior year, it actually gave me some confidence, which I never had before. And I, this was a, she was a terrible shrink who gave me some horrible advice um oh just awful but she it was nice to talk to somebody who was outside the family mm -hmm. somebody who wasn't related to me who wasn't going to go back to my mom and tell her that i had feelings for people i shouldn't have feelings for and um i don't Did know you feel just, safe talking to her i it took me a, a while because i'm not sure. that kind of person but eventually i was like well they're paying i'm here she hasn't told anything I've told her yet. So sure, why not tell her about this? It took a long time. Mostly we talked about my relationship with my dad because my dad and I fought every single day. Yeah. Um, and we would talk about that because the first time she started talking about it, like I burst into tears. Sure. So that was a, a nice juicy tidbit to grab onto for the next three or four weeks. So, but she gave me, she gave me confidence uh, she like I did stuff. I, I tried out for the senior play, and I got into the senior play. What was it? It was um, twelve angry jurors. Oh yeah, good show. <laughs> uh, I was juror number five, who's Jack Klugman in mm -hmm. the movie. Uh, I was the immigrant. Did you have any lines? Oh, I had a bunch of lines. Yeah, there were only. Yeah, did you have an accordion and a lines, but what, Where were you from? I was from America because I couldn't do accents. Oh, you didn't know accent? <laughs> <laughs> the Scottish one now, Jesse. Come on, hit it. You got it. What? The Scottish one. Oh, oh, it's a terrible time to be the juror in this country. 
Nope, that's a, I don't even know what that is. Perfect. A great, great day to be a juror. Oh, see, there it is. That's, that's what I was looking for. I thought you were going to yeah. do it. That's what I right. thought she was going to give you. Oh, I'm reading my notes because I don't have my glasses on. So, uh, so you were the immigrant hey. from America. I was the immigrant from America who was uh, discriminated against and, you know, you know that movie, uh, or you don't. American. I mean, I don't. Americans are the worst. Yeah. I also- Love it or leave it, pal. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I think we're all leaving it. Um, oh, <laughs> that out. No, you cut, can't leave. Cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> I also got the courage to get a perm. Uh, my senior picture Ooh. is a perm. For the play? Oh, come on. No, for life, I got a perm. It was you a- like a, Yeah. You tell You're me right. when, Jesse. You're right. I'm sorry. That is a life choice. Come on. Do this in the picture. Kev, if you have it, do this in your picture. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that wow. is so fantastic. That oh, is Jesse. That is, <laughs> like, that reminds me of Guy Smiley. So the perm, <laughs> so the perm was just on the sides. That's fantastic. <laughs> no, the whole thing was a mess of Did it come perm. with the turtleneck dicky? No, that was my mom's. That was my mom's. And I don't know who oh, that so was. Yep. It all came together perfectly though. Yep. They yeah. said, I said, do you want me to smile? And they said, no, you're doing fine. And I said, are you sure? <laughs> said, okay. All right. No, we can see the pain in your face. Don't <laughs> yeah. ask you to smile. That's terrible. <laughs> yep. But I had the courage to get a perm. So yeah. I, I talked to the majorette. I talked to the head majorette one time. Like I just had a lot of confidence. With the so, perm? With the permit was in my band uniform, so that gave me the strength I needed. So yeah. I decided that I wanted to go to my senior prom. Uh, I didn't go to my junior prom because I was a mess, and I ended up like watching Mary Tyler Moore and Bob Newhart and Carol Burnett and Saturday Night Live, and I stayed home, and everybody was at the prom. And uh, did you go to like your freshman dance or sophomore dance, or did you not have those? This was my first. I'd never been to a maybe a junior high dance because I was on the student council and I had to go. But I didn't dance. Like I sat at a table and took yeah. took money. I I'd, I'd never been anywhere. And took I, money. So you were working it. You were working. I was working it. Yeah. No, she was just a bully. <laughs> Pretty much. That's fair too. Give me your money. Give me be your a shame box. if that's be a shame if that soda ended up on your jacket. <laughs> hey, real quick, Dave Dritzis in the comments said uh, he always wondered what happened to Annie. So. <laughs> that was great. I gotta say, honestly, as far as when you said perm, Jesse, and, and I kind of, when you sent me the photos, I, I don't look at them because I don't want to put too much thought into it, but um, it scared me when you said perm. That's not a terrible perm. Like, I always picture a perm being super tight and like... Oh, you're sweet, Kev. No. <laughs> it was the 70s, so to be fair, this was very popular. It was popular. He, he um, also liked to... Kevin... And sweet uh, trying to float that you didn't check the email because you wanted to keep it fresh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. He's so professional. I'm sorry, Jesse, continue. No, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Um, so I decided, I, I didn't have a boyfriend, obviously, or many friends, so I decided to ask Keith, Keith Miller. He was my trombone leader, he was in it, we were in a couple classes together. He was a nice, nice guy. Yeah. Um, so I thought, well, I'll go with a friend, I called him to ask one night, and it took all my courage to, to ask him. How long did you talk to him before you finally got around to that part of the conversation? I don't remember that. <laughs> a while, though. I'm guessing... You, you knew that he would not have a date, or you guys were friendly enough to know that he didn't have one, or you were just going for it? 
I knew he didn't have a girlfriend. Because he was in band? Because he was in band and I, he was, it's a small, it was a really small school. So I knew he wasn't dating anybody that I knew about. Did he have um, a purse? Uh, no, he had really nice hair, mm -hmm. really nice hair. And we ended up talking for two hours that night. He didn't say yes or no right away. Uh, he didn't say yes or no. He said he was going to think about it and let me know. But we ended up talking for like two hours about college and his term paper and just all this stuff. I wrote down that we talked for two hours. So, uh, wow. so that was nice. Yeah. Um, and then two weeks went by and he didn't, he didn't tell me anything. We saw each other every day in band. And Wait, you asked on the phone call and he didn't give you an answer? He said, let me, he said, this is, I'm very flattered. Let me think about it. Ooh. I'll let you know. What? Well. Hey, you got to play your choices, yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it over here with all my requests. <laughs> the rest of them. Yeah. You Thanks. You have a third one today, but we're about seven days I just want out. you to know you're, you're up there. You're uh, up there. So this was, I, this was about three weeks before the prom. So oh, you I, got time. You got time. We have plenty of time. Um, so two weeks go by and finally he calls me and he says, listen, I'm going to go with this other girl. So, no. Wait, so yeah. we're, we're one week out. We're one, one week, week out. Away. We're one week out. One week out. And there's a he... girl from Bangor that he's been kind of seeing once in a while. All right. Well, Sorry. I hear it. That's why he picked her. I'll, I'll change. <laughs> the girl was from Canada. She Banger. had no morals. I'll change her. Take out Bangor. No more Bangor. I, I was mad at him until I found that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Got to go with the bang. I have a quick question about like that that interim when you're in band practice with each other, just nobody's saying anything. Are you ignoring each other or are you still chit chatting and pleasantries? And that's it. I, I'm guessing I don't have any notes of it, so I guess we were just regular. Like he was in a couple of my classes. I guess we were just regular. Yeah. I I don't remember being crushed when he said no, but I don't remember being surprised. But mm -hmm. I I don't. I don't remember other than how the thing I remember most was how it felt to ask him because it was one of the bravest things I'd done in my, maybe other than walking into the shrink's office the first time, it was one of the bravest things I'd ever done. Right. Um, I'm holding back every tear I've ever had right now. Oh. oh. This is, this is, this is, Wait. This it, so, so one week out, he tells you he's going with somebody else. He's going with this other girl. So that's fine. I hadn't told my parents because they would have pinned their hopes and dreams of a lifetime on that. Yeah. Uh, and that would have been a disappointment that I wasn't ready to, I wasn't ready to afford that stream yet. So two days later, I get a phone call. Um, it's this guy uh, named Jim Hooper. Uh, Jim Hooper is another kid in band. Uh, he's, an, he's an exchange student from Australia. I've Ooh. spoken to him maybe three times all year. He called yeah. you to say good day. Oi. Oi, yeah. Uh, what did he play? Ian wants to know when does he play? Oh, he played, he played bass drum. Ian, did you think she was going to say the didgeridoo? <laughs> I, no, I, I hope. I did, I did not think that. Why would I think that? I'm American. I would love that in a marching band. Kristen Finger wants to know which brass number drum did he play? Uh, I don't. I don't know that. I just. It was the really giant one that you had to have shoulder straps and yeah. 
um, in marching band when we went she to says, band camp? Yeah, she says that's base five. five. Oh, base five, okay. Sure, why not? In, in, in marching band, when you were a freshman, you had to carry the bass drum to practice for the seniors. That was the hazing, so. In the phone call, he said, Keith, Keith and he were friends. He said, Keith told me that you were looking for a friend to go to prom with. Oh my God! That's bullshit. So, All right. It's not, that, that seems decent. Yeah, why? Because so, you're looking I, for a friend to go with. It wasn't like, hey, I'm interested in you. It was like, I just want right. to go to prom with someone. And it's like, yeah. hey, we're so all going to hang I, out as friends anyway. So I had a choice. I could either be really pissed at Keith for airing my business out. Oh, well, then there's that. Or, <laughs> or I could go to the senior prom. So I decided I wanted to go to the senior prom. Um, so I said, yeah. Uh, and, and he knew we weren't dating. We'd never spoken. Sure. So he knew yeah. there was nothing there. Were um, you a fan of his accent? He was asking. Uh, he, he, had a, he had a very light accent. I think he'd been in America for a few years. Okay. Oh, um, so it was an oi. It was like a... Sure. Yeah. That sounds more New Zealand, but yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, I, I, I don't know the difference. <laughs> I have no idea. Do you want to get a prom? You want to get a prom with me? Oh, you got it on a six. You got to take it to a four. Second time. I got it. I'm with you, Ian. Prison. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So at this point, I did tell my parents, who, as would be expected, flipped tables and chairs and lit fireworks and were just over the moon ecstatic because their previously emotionally unstable daughter had met a guy and was going to the prom. That's not, not only that was asked by was, a guy. Well, yeah. I made sure that, that that's the thing that I want everybody, everybody to know. He asked me. Yeah. Um, nice. He asked me because Keith told him to, but he asked me. That's, that's irrelevant. That's, My phone yeah. rang. So. Yeah, see? Yep. <laughs> um, the problem is only a week away. So yeah. we were in speed mode to get me a dress, to get me shoes, and to get my hair done, and to to get me a, a bag. Wait, I'm sorry. Were you gonna get your hair more done? <laughs> I think just um, trimmed, maybe. Can you, trimmed? Can you get a little bit off the sides? <laughs> I really don't know, but I have in my diary that I got my hair styled. So I don't know. Is it still permed? Yes. Yeah. As someone who has a, I don't know where to approach this. Yes. <laughs> no, you have to perm the new growth. I didn't get oh, a perm. Right. I think my cousin was my hairdresser, and he, I think he just, once you, when it grows out too much, it starts going flat. I think he just cut the ends off, and it um, tightens up again. Okay. Um, so. Uh, By the way, it sounds like everyone you ever knew is gay. Kevin I still feel that way I mean Ian I still feel that way about everybody (laughs) I'm not sure I I just talked about it with my wife tonight I'm like I I don't know I guess I could go that way I don't know Jesse thinks I'm gay I'm I'm friends with Jesse so (laughs) I'm on the punch of that means I might be gay (laughs) (laughs) you might be Uh, I think everybody's a little bit anyway but that's just hell yeah that's why not? Why not? So we go out shopping. My aunt, my sister, my mom. Uh, we went to the Lehigh Valley Mall. No dress because, of course, it's a week before prom and all the dresses are gone. 
So then we go to the East. And, and I, can't, I can't imagine you were much of a, a dress girl at this time. Right. This, was, this was my nightmare. This was right. a nightmare for me. Oh my God, yeah. Getting, trying dresses on would be like you trying dresses on. Like it yeah. just doesn't, it doesn't fit. It, they, they wanted to get a dress that showed off my boobs, which is exactly what I didn't want. Like I didn't right. want anybody looking at me at all, much less that. But it was a, something I had to do. I wanted to go to prom, so uh, my mom was making a big deal. Also, I'm the first Are you born. wearing that dress tonight? I'm not. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm wearing the bottom half of the dress, but not the <laughs> I was just saying, did you find a, a Western sort of uh, pearl button dress that you could wear for the? Not, not a, not a pearl button, but um, somebody in chat just said the Deb shop because we used to shop at the Deb shop when I was a yeah. girl. Okay. Um, you, you gentlemen won't know what that is, but we would go. I know what the Deb shop is, please. I worked in a mall for 15 years. Oh, all right. So what you would do is you'd save up your babysitting and your allowance money and go to the Deb shop and buy a five dollar shirt to wear for roller skating on Friday night. Is that like a, a like a justice or like a like a like a hot topic? I don't know what those things are. Closer to a justice in the day, I guess. Or just like one of those stores that like sells like, you know, adult toys and like t shirts in the back and also like some really thank you, Forever Twenty One. Got it. Never mind. Move on. Okay. The shirts were so cheap that you'd wear it for like three hours. And if you sweat too much, it would start to fall apart. Like it was literally cheap. Uh, yeah. But so we went, so we finally got it. We finally got a dress and we finally got shoes and we finally got a purse. And uh, during this week, uh, Jim and I talked a couple times because now we were going to prom together. So <laughs> we figured out the logistics. Might as well talk. Might as well, <laughs> might as well, well, well chit chat. Might as well have a conversation. Yes. He wasn't professional like Kevin. Do you, <laughs> do you want to point him out in the in the photo of the band? Yeah, sure. Oh, this was um, yep. This was jazz band that we were in. Yes, Jesse. Let me ask you this: Did you did you feel good in what you eventually got? Like, did you like it? No, it's a dress. Okay. It's a giant long dress. <laughs> Terrible dress. What a dumb question. Made high heels. No, it's not that it's dumb. I just. When did you figure out that you were just like, I'm not gonna like it, so whatever the hell. When she left to go yeah. to the store. <laughs> then, then, why, then, then, then my next question is, why did it take so long? Because mom, you just go. First dress and just like, fine, thank you, bye. It took it sure. took forever because there weren't any there weren't any good dresses left. Because no. they yeah, but they no, but yeah, I I get that. Still got I get it. I'm not like a, yeah, like you you don't want anything, but you don't want it has to fit. It at least it has, has to fit. fit. I yeah. didn't want something that didn't have shoulders. Yeah. I didn't want something that was too short. I don't know. Um, All right, so which one is he in this photo? He, he's actually not, but Keith is sitting next to me. Okay, uh. that's Keith. I, I'm I'm sorry. I don't mean to be a. <laughs> Um, and where would that be? Where are you, Jesse? He's dead center. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Is this is this a joke? Like, Point out, Keith. You see the two trombone players? Yes. In the middle, yeah. sitting down. I'm one of them. You got it. it okay, found you. Got you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I told Ian, you. you need to get those glasses in HD, Ian. Like, <laughs> yeah, Ian, when you read your kids, where's Waldo? Are you ever able to find Waldo or do you just give up? <laughs> I don't read to my kids. 
<laughs> it just makes them look till they fall asleep. Yeah, it it was a bass trombone in March in concert band. We played bass trombone. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Did you? Did no. You? Okay. I don't think it did. Yeah. God's so the day of, my whole family is out in the in the driveway, getting ready to take pictures. Uh, it's seriously like the first of the families ever like gone to college or something. It's ridiculous. Um, my I'm dad had to go. Pick, my dad had to go pick him up because he didn't have a driver's license for the United States. So dad? Oh, wow. my dad went to pick him up, and then I was going to drive us to prom and back. Hooper, Hooper couldn't drive. Oh, oh the date did the Australian kid didn't have a license. Yeah, yeah, Aust- Jim didn't have a license. Yeah, dad yeah. was fully licensed. He was. Right. He, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All yeah. right. So we went to this uh, banquet hall called, called Charlemagne. It's not around anymore, obviously. Um, it's about a half an hour from it's my house. For a human trafficking ring. Yeah, but probably. <laughs> the, the prom was fun. I remember it went really fast. So I guess I was having a good time. The food nice. was mediocre, but um, I actually fast danced for the first time with other people around. And I actually- with, with your date? Did you like dance with your date and like hang out with your date? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and then we slow danced together. Oddly enough, so that was the first yeah, prom. You're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. And we. Just, I will only bring that photo up when you want me to bring that photo up. So you got to cue me on that one. Oh, we'll do it now. Oh my Wait. God, bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> do it, do it now, because we're it's it's we're at the prom. There it is. There um, it is. So, I, my favorite part oh, was when oh, you wow. sent it and you said there's it's it in gorgeous. a photo. Although I feel like you or someone took a cigarette to that photo and was no, like, it got. I think it got wet. Yeah, because it's a it's a real like it's a real photograph. Yeah, it got wet. You look Ooh. absolutely beautiful. It's yeah. adorable. Yeah. Like really, you're adorable. Who's the portrait on the mantle above you? Uh, my that's my sister, and I'm the one above my shoulder. Okay. That's your sister. Oh. I, I wasn't sure if it was like a jean jacket wearing Jesus or something. Oh, mm, not quite. Not and quite. who's no, no. whose urn is above his left shoulder? <laughs> Nobody, nobody's urn. We no. It's just decor for the mantle. That bow tie is something. Look at that thing. And yeah. I have a yeah. quick question about your fire utensils. Did you have <laughs> every fire utensil ever created? Yes. We had uh, a lot of fires yeah 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 well yeah. you look you looked absolutely beautiful you picked the right dress you looked fantastic i picked nothing i i wore it and i put a smile on my face um okay. you have a wonderful I, smile i was also really looking forward to it because it was one of those things that i was wanted to do go to my senior prom and i was going to do it and then i was going to cross <laughs> it off the list right never have to i do think it it's like that for most people like i know it was like that for me like it just like i just do it, get it over with, but you have to do it. It's like high school, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. well, I feel bad. Well, and then there's people that are dating at the time, and then it's like a whole thing, and yeah. I mean, I thought it was too cool for senior prom, so I didn't go, and I, I really wish I did. I went with a friend of mine, because it was like, this is senior prom, we're supposed to do this. I, you know, I participated in like one day in senior week. Uh, might as well do the prom. You yeah. checked off every box, Daryl. Yeah, did it. Some um, of them I didn't. I was a little timid, but that's not a story for right now. Jesse, Aaron's asking, did you take a limo? Although I think you said you drove, right? No, no, I, I drove our car. Uh, I drove Jim and I in our car. 
to the okay. to the prom. With your dad's license? With my own license. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I didn't have a car, but he gave me the, the family car, so. So we went to, he brought me a corsage, which my mom kept in the fr- refrigerator for months and months. This was a big deal, I realized, for my parents, uh, even more than for me. So I'm glad now that I did it. I'm still glad for me and for them, but um, really glad for them that they got, I don't know, they, they, my sister went to all this stuff. So they had a girl that was really into it and then me. Um, Have you talked um, with them since about like, I mean, about like, like that, I don't know, I don't know, like that they, that that was satisfying for them, but not for you or did any of those conversations ever happen with you and your parents? Did they know? Not with my dad, because my dad died like 10 years later. So um, my mom and I talked about other stuff. We might have mentioned this, but it wasn't anything that was on her radar as a conversation. So So that picture didn't like rest on the mantle place for your entire life. No. It's in a drawer in my desk. Yeah. In a pat in a stack of pictures. Uh-huh. So we went to the prom, we had a good time. Um, we uh, at the end, uh, there were a lot of kids that were going to Denny's. Uh, I wasn't one of those kids, so I drove them home. Um, to yeah, I was always more a Waffle House kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to get home because I'm not a real social person anyway. And I think that's been my whole life, but. Well, I mean, the later you stay out, the more likely it is that somebody's going to ask you to kiss something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, right? I mean, you, you want to get home because you were in a play. You're like, okay, uh, I'm going to turn into a pumpkin. Want to go home? Yeah. Well, the, the lights came on, I remember. And he said, what do you want to do? And I said, let's go. And I. <laughs> <laughs> every guy's wet dream <laughs> so you're trying to go to banger uh, i don't live in banger i'll talk to you later <laughs> so i i we pull up to his house and on the way home i find out we're, we're just chatting i found out that he's he's 18 years old which is fine i don't care because i'm 16 or 17 I don't, it doesn't matter to me he could be and, 103 you're not attracted to his species right right <laughs> It's, and he also tells me this was his third prom because he went to two in Australia. And this was Traveling the world going to proms? <laughs> yeah. Holy mackerel. Yeah. That's good stuff. So I'm like. They brought in a ringer. <laughs> <laughs> was he a Hemsworth? <laughs> <laughs> and you picked me? Um, so I drop him off and he's got his hand on the doorknob. And I've got my foot on the gas, ready to tear out of there. <laughs> and he says, <laughs> he says, thanks for driving. And he leans over and I'm like, damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> so I lean over back and he kisses me. And it was as bad as I had hoped it wouldn't be. And then, and then, he's, then he does the thing Bobby talked about, where he just kind of sticks his tongue in my mouth, because I guess that's, oh. what, that's what he thinks I wanted. And I was just, I sat there and I sat there. I was like, okay, this is, yep, this is. Just <laughs> like. I, I went to my senior, I went to my prom. Got to get the car home. Alrighty. <clears throat> All righty. Yeah. Um, you got out the car like nailed it. <laughs> uh, three for three. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, so, I learned at my second prom not to not to play timid. <laughs> you learn to not read the room somewhere between the second and the third prom. No, yeah. But Jesse, you don't know. You might have made him Thor that very day. I, <laughs> I, I might have. You might have pushed his 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 energies into a different direction. I I I don't want to think about where I pushed his energies at all. These <laughs> 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 are the worst. Thank you, Jesse. Oh, you're welcome. That was beautiful. That was a good one, man. I thought oh. when we saw that picture that we would then Jesse would tell us that both those people are dead and are haunting a hotel somewhere. Well, the overlook. Which two people are we talking about? These two? Because we know one of them's not dead. Well, I know, but they <laughs> just told this story. I've realized that. Oh, okay. If we explain every joke, then I look like an asshole, Kevin. <laughs> oh yeah, that's when it happens, Ian. Jesse, tell me real fast, what is this though? Because we never got to this and I wanted to know what you were. Uh, that was me just cheering at softball. Okay. I was, I, I was cheering at softball. Okay. Oh, I thought I you were thought, pulling a I Lieutenant Dan. Was, I thought that was Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, no. A uh, week after prom, Jim and I were uh, casually talking and uh, I said, he said, are you avoiding me? And I said, no, you know, just, you know. And he said, oh, don't worry about it. I have a girlfriend at home. So, <laughs> <laughs> Boy, in Australia? Because I thought I had a boyfriend. I thought now we were boyfriend and girlfriend because he kissed yeah. me. <clears throat> I went to prom with my friend and still my friend to this day. I wonder if she remembers this, but I remember trying to go in for a kiss and she was like, if you don't get the fuck away from me. And I was like, all right, well, wow. okay. Wow. You had to try? I mean, were you like, well, I got I felt, that's what I felt like. I was like, we danced, right? Yeah. She was like, mm-hmm, no. And I was like, all right, high five. Are, wait, are we already in the Daryl story? Should I play? The... <laughs> I didn't realize no, no, no. it started. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't, no. My uh, sixth grade dance with um, Jasmine, and this is like, um, you know, total Madonna day. She had white tank top and the puffy dress and the bracelets and everything. And we're slow dancing to, uh, of course, the last song of every dance was uh, Purple Rain. Oh, yeah, dude. So you could really get some time in. And like, you know, a quarter way through it, she just, it, we're dancing, you know, sort of the arms length sort of thing. And she just said, you smell like vinegar. Oh, and then oh, I, oh. And then, and then I just, I, I don't, I, I think she just walked away and I was just like, and that's basically like, I've been trying to climb that ladder for my entire life. Oh, Should have been like, well, apple cider or? Yeah, like the good kind? Can you use it for cleaning purposes? Vinegar can be very healthy. Yeah. I don't think you smell like vinegar at all. Well, I've done a great deal of work on myself internally and externally so that I smell like lavender and peaches. Mm. You should have been like, well, you should smell my balsamic. <laughs> All right, Daryl, Charles, uh, on that note, uh, the floor is yours. Our second storyteller is Daryl Charles. Hello. Uh, hi. Um, yeah, this is a story about a series 
of events that happened when I started working at the company that I worked at when I met all of y'all and before I gave it up to be a comedian. Burger uh, King. I, Burger King. Yeah, you know, I told Lori this earlier that that is what we're calling it. Yeah. This is what I would call the company because I don't tell people what it is. This is what I would call it on the podcast that I used to do. So anytime I bring it up, I just like Burger King. So anyway, I worked at Burger King. Um, and, you know, it was a complete culture shock kind of thing. But what they would do is they would have pub crawls uh, quarterly. So, yeah, four times a month, a year, um, they would have a pub crawl in a different part of Philly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're, you're at work and then it's happening and someone tells you about it. And you're like, oh, I'll do it. Especially, I should say, when I started working at Burger King, uh, I made four times what I was making in grad school. So it was like 25, 24 when I started. So like, yeah, I was like 25. Wait, what were you doing in grad school? What was your... I was a TA. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was a TA and then... At what point did you start exclusively wearing silk and tracksuit? <laughs> No, I, I never did that. But I did like go out and get like a nice Michael Kors shirt. I completely destroyed my credit at Best Buy. Like, you know, I, I had fun. I had fun. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they tell you, hey, we're going to do this pub crawl. And you're like, great. I can't wait to go spend at least $100. on." A I have a ton of money. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, you mean we all get together to spend this money? Cool. Great. Yeah. So, so I'd gone to like one, and I had a decently good time, I'd say, uh, at the first one. Got good and drunk, ended up taking a cab uh, I'm sorry, were you I, exclusively drinking like whipped cream vodka or? Your no, this was, this was, uh, well, actually it's funny. As a grad student, I was exclusive, I was exclusively drinking malt liquor because uh, I was poor. Um, sure. But then, you know, actually it's funny because I think my first gin martini was at a pub crawl uh, on South Street where the bartender was like, I was like, I don't know, I'll have a martini. He was like, what do you want, uh, 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 vodka or gin like a man? And I was like, I guess gin. <laughs> There's no other way to answer that, no matter what Ooh. the situation. It's like, uh, right. I mean, the answer is in the question. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And so that what got me into gin, but I was, um, yeah, I don't know what, what I drank mostly, uh, but yeah, probably, Gin and tonics, yeah, probably. You, you were drinking like strawberry shortcake vodka and like uh, vodka. whipped cream, and then I moved oh. on to butterscotch for a while. And cucumber, oh. you're the one who turned me on to cucumber vodka. Yeah, we would try different things, um, but but yeah. Um, anyway, so pub crawl goes good, and you know, talking college friends, I've had yeah, pretty much my friends from college, my good friends now and was telling them then like, oh yeah, I went to this pub crawl, it was cool. And they're like, pub crawl, what the hell is that? So I told them, you know, and if I guess dude, everybody here knows what a pub crawl is, but if you don't, um, you go to a bunch of different bars and you buy like at least one drink per bar and it's like 10 or so bars on the list. How and was this organized there? Was it a, tr a, a bus? Were you guys taking a bus or were you- No, no, uh, we got there of our own volition um, and we, there was no bus you just showed up yeah and you would see people that you know you saw at work or whatever okay. and then you'd just uh go walking from place to place it was all always organized by one guy and, and uh life of the party yeah Gary. It, 
Yeah, yeah, it was it was bad. And so like I told my friends. And so what slowly started to happen was as I told them what happened, they were like, oh, my God, I can't believe that this is a thing. I'm going to go be a part of this thing the next time it happens. So fast forward, like, I don't know, three or four pub crawls later. uh, Well, each each subsequent one, I had more friends coming. So the well, one, Daryl, was that a problem mixing the two worlds, like your college friends and your professional friends? Was it frowned it, upon? It wasn't. It wasn't a problem. I think they were happy. The people who ended up going on a pub crawl, because where I worked, there were a ton of engineers, and everyone was nerds. And so, for a lot of people, it was just like their weekend to like sit and drink in Philly. Like that was the neat thing about it. So, like it was a small thing that did grow, and then I brought all these random people. Um, the thing that I didn't like was that, um, you know, part of it was a networking opportunity, right? Like there would be people who were like higher up in the company who would show up and you could get drunk and like chit chat with them. Like, Hey, I've only been working here for like six months. How, how are you doing person who was a senior level engineer, you know, but after a while you keep telling your friends at Burger King. Yeah. But the, yeah, and then I should also say, I went to grad school, my friends did not. So I was the last one of us to make professional money. So by the time I was like, hey, we're doing these pub crawls, we all had decent jobs. So, you know, they would keep coming and you bring friends and then they got girlfriends, so you bring those. And so <laughs> this one, it was um, like spring 08, I think. Um, and we had a ton of people, Kevin, I think it's time for you to share a thing. What do we, t- tell us what we're looking oh, at. Wow. Yeah, so this is the list of the bars that, was, uh, that were for the pub crawl. So it was essentially 15 to 30 minutes you were supposed to spend at each place. There are 12 bars. Uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, you'd meet by two. And then, nice. yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. they're pretty decent distances. Like, yeah, quarter of a... You guys would do block. after crawls as well? Oh, my God. I don't think I ever made it to an after crawl. There's an after crawl. Pretty, I didn't even get to I who didn't would, see the after crawl. Oh <laughs> like who eats sushi after yeah, 12 yeah, bars? Yeah, right. That's was what just, I was going to say. There's sushi oh. at the after crawl. That is the last thing I want to eat after drinking a lot. Uh, it's, it's nice. Some of those places don't even exist. It was a nice uh, trip down memory lane. <laughs> Finding that earlier today. But I had like you know, 15 of my friends, people that were not associated with Burger King at all. <laughs> so we had gone to a bunch of different so okay let me just say that this took place 12 years ago and we're talking about an event you're a better person where, now. well no i'm worse a lot worse um, <laughs> <laughs> but this is an event where you know you're going to like 12 different bars and you're doing shots <laughs> and then also drinking so my memories are very sparse about what happened but a couple of really neat things happened um, as we were going to different bars, you know, some people eat, some people drink, some people eat, some people drink, and then you lose people and then people just disappear. And then, you know, some people show back up, but we were at Fergie's, I believe. Uh, yeah, we were at Fergie's and we were all sitting at a table and I had two friends there. Uh, let's call them Sam and Diane. Uh, and they were dating. And uh, Diane was like, oh, I want wings. And then Sam, everybody was drunk. She was like, oh, I want wings. And then Sam was like, wings again? And like the way he like blew up at her. Everyone was like. Sam and Diane were together. So it kind of jumped the shark. 
little bit, a little bit. Daryl, yeah. these were these these were work friends or friend friends. These were friend friends. Friend friends. These okay. were friend friends. We were upstairs at <laughs> we were upstairs at Fergie's, and he blew up at her for ordering wings, and everybody was like, "What oh. happened?" dude and she was just like man she's ordered wings at like five bars like <laughs> he just couldn't take it let's just say that sam and diane aren't together anymore uh, <laughs> it was it was kind of the the beginning of the end yeah. and to this day anytime any of us order wings someone is gonna go wings again it's just the best <laughs> but uh so then that happened and then um <laughs> oh i should i i Sorry, I have to go back. I, I, there's a reason I brought up that I did not know what I was doing with my money. So, uh, you know, when it becomes this big thing, you dress up, right? You know, I'm gonna put on decent clothes to go get drunk in the daytime. And so uh, it was, it was a spring, is that spring or fall? I think it was. I think it's in spring. Okay, but I, it was like chilly kind of. And so I had a hoodie on and it was a brand new hoodie. It was stark white with multicolored Marvin the Martian heads on them. Nice. That was that was the style of the day. Was it? Uh, so I my, my P52 space modulator. <laughs> nice. it, it was hot. I was I was very happy with my uh, hoodie. I, I bought it at Rundle Mills because why if you're gonna go shopping, might as well just drive down to Maryland and do it, right? Yeah. Uh, lousy with money. And uh, so I was wearing that. <laughs> That's what shirt and that's what shirt. Yep. It's like, do you know I have a four hundred one k? Is just who even knows what those words mean? Do you want um, the sweatshirt or not, sir? <laughs> I'll get it on store credit. <laughs> um, and uh, so I was. You know, I, I smoked cigarettes back then. So I was wearing my hoodie. And I was standing outside of one of the bars and this dude came up to me and, oh, I should say I was an engineer, but I worked in defense. All right. So, uh, you know, very. At Burger King. At Burger, Burger King. King, Burger King All yeah, right. The, the, oddly, oddly enough, Burger King probably still killed more people. I mean, just. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think we can say that. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's true. Legally we were, or otherwise. <laughs> we were pretty good at what we did. Um, so uh, I'm just saying heart disease is still way up there. It is, it is a top it is a top killer, but you oh, know. is this not comedy? We're, we're, go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> so um I'm outside and I'm uh wait, who's that? Anyway. Oh yeah, I'm outside and I'm smoking a cigarette and this dude what, comes what, up to what me. What did you smoke back then, Daryl? Marlboro menthol lights. Okay. Classy. Yeah. Taste the flavor. Um, so yeah, I was, I was out there and I was uh, smoking my cigarette and a dude came up to me and he was like, Hey, do you have any drugs? And I was like, what? No, I work at Burger King. <laughs> and he was like, Oh, Oh, I, I work at Burger King too. Oh, I was like, huh. So you're on the pub crawl. He was like, yeah. Ooh. Oh, you probably know some of the same people. <laughs> yes, I'm your supervisor. <laughs> yeah, yes. I was like, yeah. And then he just backed away slowly and disappeared. Oh, oh yeah. Pretty amazing. And and the, the two things that I re recognized from that was one, uh, he asked for drugs. 
uh, in general. A blanket ask. Which means it wasn't weed he needed. Like no, no one, no one who wants weed goes up to someone and says, you have any drugs? That's yeah. not, mm -mm. Mm. I don't know what he was asking for, but I'm, I promise you I, I've never done it. And I, <laughs> I didn't have it on. And, uh, and then secondly, I didn't realize that like, I was still living where I lived when I was in college. And so the, the streetwear that I liked was what I was wearing, which right. means that when I was chilling in Center City, uh, just hanging out outside a bar, I looked like the kind of guy who had drugs. I didn't, it didn't hit me that I was like wearing drug dealer chic. Oh, uh, but yeah. I, hmm? is, that, is, that a, is that a fashion style, drug dealer chic? I mean, essentially, yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Martian equals at least heroin. Like that's <laughs> at least. Well, I mean, a crisp white hoodie with a bunch of multicolored things on it. it. That it's like the kind of hoodie that says, "Like I don't wash this. I just get another one." Like uh, I, I really didn't think about. The fifty-two space modulator <laughs> is also known as Heron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that horse. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Uh, I didn't. Uh, that I looked like that uh, on this pump crawl. And I was feeling myself because I had like a couple of uh, couple compliments throughout the day from some of those senior engineers. Do you realize yeah, that? Was, maybe, maybe you were like, you know, out there peacocking. Yeah, a little bit. Did, you, did it hit you then though? Was it like, oh. Yep, no, that's exactly when it hit me. I was like, well, why would he think, oh. Did you recognize the guy from, like, did you have interactions with him around the office at all? After? No, I had never seen that guy before or since. And if I wasn't so drunk, I would have loved I know, wouldn't to have remembered. Like, yeah. Tell him that the jerk store just ran out of him. <laughs> Catch him on Monday. <laughs> hey, bud. You know, wouldn't that be great to be like, yes, yes, I do have drugs. Yeah. Regarding you, <laughs> you sent him a memo. Regarding your request for drugs. Yes. So <laughs> interested? Yeah. Copy all. Give me give me six minutes to go clean out the grease trap of this restaurant, and then I will sell that to you for a great deal of money. Yeah. Catch me outside the dumpsters. A burger yeah. King. A burger King, yeah. Yeah. Burger King. Definitely. We don't have that kind of stuff. You gotta go to Wendy's for that kind of business. No. <laughs> Awesome. We're going to be sued by tons of people. Now, Steve is. This is Steve Roney's Punch Up Podcast. Never forget. Daryl, do you have any plugs you want to hit? If you need a plug, uh, I'm your guy. Um, DTF! Yeah, well, yes. Uh, DTF, Daryl and Timory Fun Hour. Uh, we have gone onto the internet because they've closed Frankie Bradley's. So, um, yeah, every Friday we have a new episode. And this month is our seven-year anniversary wow. so yeah it's kind of bananas and so we have guests uh every week this month um so yeah go go on our facebook page uh and see episodes of dtf so, every week for you get my album black gentrifier it's in stores uh good album great album yeah go to go to darylcharles.bandcamp.com and get it you can also get it everywhere else but if you get it that way i get most of the money so uh yeah get black gentrifier at uh Bandcamp.com. Uh, you can hear Mary Carpenter's laugh very clearly yes. on yeah. the albums. And I Dana, can... Mary and Dana. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely hear Dana. Yep. <laughs> you will love it. It, it is awesome, Carol, really. It is terrific.
If you're a fan of the podcast, uh, Steve, do you want to do this or do you want me to do it since I'm already on a roll? Let's Steve yeah. do it. Let's no, Steve no, do you do it, Kevin. Steve, 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 do it. you do it. Steve, stop everything. Play, Steve, play him out. But Kevin, you go ahead. I, I would love it. Steve, pick up the guitar and play me out. That All right, would, I'll play out. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm ready, but we'll do this. I don't know. I, do you want, I don't know anything that's upbeat. Kumbaya. Play what you know fast. Can you hear it? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. start talking. Okay. All right. Uh, but I drowned it out. The second I talk, it goes away. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so, um, sign language. Panto podcast. We have new episodes every Monday. Uh, you can watch them now through uh, YouTube. We film them via Zoom, or you can listen to them on SoundCloud. All right. Well, uh, let's wrap this up. Thank you very much to Daryl for joining us. Thank you. Thank Ian, you, Jesse, Kevin. Thank you to Comedy Sports, Don. I think we're done. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Love you guys. Bye bye. Right.